therapy sucks. Or so you thought. I know it can be a little bit awkward having to make the appointment, having to go visit someone, sit down, take time out of your day. And as busy as we all are, I can understand. It seems like impossible to do so. Fortunately for us at The Coffee Breakup, we're sponsored by BetterHelp. And with BetterHelp, you literally have access to a therapist at your fingertips. Coolest thing about them, literally, you sign up, create a profile, they'll match you with a therapist that's pretty much going to be with exactly what you're looking for. So how important is it with mental health? I mean, we got stressed throughout the day, whether it's work, life, your partner, whatever it may be. BetterHelp, you're able to have access to to actually talk to someone about your problems that can really guide you in the right direction. I don't know about you, that's pretty important. You want to actually have like a normal life or anything, just saying. Coolest thing about us, you know, it is 10% off for all the Coffee Breakup listeners for your first month. So sign up now at betterhelp.com slash the coffee breakup. Again, that's 10% off for your first entire month. Literally no excuse. Check out for your mental health today. Later. You only need a certain amount of time of sex. And that sex is like, you know, so many minutes of so many minutes of like so many minutes of, you know, reverse cowgirl, cowgirl, you know. That when you first you're like you're like, oh, it looks yeah. like she likes it. <laughs> but your girl's like, ow! It's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. She liked it in the. You know? <laughs> she liked it in the movie I saw today. But don't get your education from porn. I would always suggest start out with some communication and comprehension with your partner and find out how she likes it. You know, like, how can I get my girlfriend to squirt like you? And I'm like, first of all, is she even turned on? <laughs> like, <laughs> the reality crazy. is that the porn that you're watching, it's just, it's, it's aggressive. It's a movie. It's, yeah, it's a it's, movie. It's, it's done at a grandiose scale because it's what gets clicks. It's yeah, like, we'll do a video. Yes. Yeah. Not that type of video. <laughs> Maybe stay tuned. <laughs> you never, you never know. know. What? Ladies and gentlemen, we got the one and only Alexis Fox in the studio. <laughs> I am in disbelief. I know. For real, for real. Um, yeah, I can't believe it. I told my friends about it. I, I remember when I put the story today, I'm yeah. like, oh, ask questions, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> he goes, no way is she going to be on. <laughs> I'm like, yes, way. We'll take some more pictures afterwards. Yeah, we'll do a video. Yes. Yes. Not that type of video. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe stay tuned. <laughs> you, you never know. know. Watch till the end. <laughs> Um, Alex, thank you so much for joining us. And, uh, you know, we, we, I had reached out a couple of months ago and, uh, I just wanted to, I, f- I was, it was a f- long shot. I figured, you know, let me reach out and see if we can get her on. You were like, let's do it. Hell yeah. yeah. I'd love to. And I told Chris, I was like, yeah, yes. when, when he sent me the screenshot, I'm like, no way. Yes, yeah, yeah. Way. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. No, we're honored. And we've been talking a little bit before off camera and, and, uh, I realized that I made the absolutely the right decision by asking you to come <laughs> on because no because you had said something about uh, humanize yeah right? humanize um you, obviously you're an adult film industry but a lot of people they maybe they come across your page or they hear the name or the title or whatever and they kind of make their own assumption right mm-hmm. and so you know that's why we wanted to bring you on and kind of put light on the 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 life outside of the cameras and the lights and all that stuff like that and mm-hmm. kind of get to know who you really are yeah. and so that's kind of what we're here for. That's Thank beautiful. You. I like that. Yeah, awesome. yeah, I know. I feel like I missed out. Like when you told me she had got here, I'm like, damn, yeah. I know that Marvin is going in on the questions already. <laughs> and I did tell her, I was like, oh, this is good. We oh, same go. thing with uh, when we had Nima on, remember? Because yeah. I was driving for like 30 ah, minutes. Yeah, so we had a guest on earlier, and then I, I had driven him over here. 
And the whole time we were talking, I'm like, oh, my God, I wish Marvin was here. And then I was like, oh, my God, I wish Marvin was here. And then as soon as we get here, we start talking about it again. And he's like, Chris knows you, man. Literally every single time he's like, oh, man, Marvin wants to talk about this. So, yeah, I feel like I missed out on all Yeah, but, but we'll do, we'll do a, a recap. We come across yeah, a recap. Sure. It'll be, yeah, okay. Yeah. My first time. So. You, won't, you, won't, you won't even know the difference. Exactly. <laughs> um, awesome. so, so one of the, the, the things I greatly admire about you is the, f the fact that you kind of you wear diff so many different hats right you mm -hmm. love trying new things i know you're working now on the wrestlemania <laughs> kind of thing how did that happen um so my you good didn't friend see the clip? <laughs> i did see the yeah, clip. yeah. suplexing yeah, i saw <laughs> you saw us yeah, yeah. Like, no, i was looking at i saw i was watching the live and i'm like what is she doing yeah. now <laughs> what is she doing what doesn't now? she do that's what that's what we that's exactly why i was i have a lot of people guessing it's pretty awesome yeah. <laughs> um so my friend kat the the uh, other woman in the videos that you'll see mm. uh, she's like my teammate in this um she is also on OnlyFans, and she's a model and a friend of mine, and she was also a pro wrestler at one time, and um, she doesn't do hardcore, so we're like, how can we work together where our fan base can, like, cross-reference and, you know, and stuff like that, where my friends, my fans are being entertained, and we're abiding by all your boundaries, <laughs> so I was like, let's just wrestle. <laughs> wrestle each other so that's what we did and we just did it like this live little wrestling thing out of you know just for fun of it and uh -huh. totally learned the routine with her and flew in did that and um i guess it just really took off well and yeah. we got invited to do a live wrestling event at a three-day comedy festival in las vegas and that's what we're training to do i don't want to say too much yet because yeah, yeah, yeah. i haven't been able to announce it quite yet okay, but okay. so that's what we're training to do and it's going to be amazing so if you like um if you ever could remember like the 1990s like wrestling yes. the crazy when wrestling the was flamboyant wrestling. yeah right, right, like right, you know right, yeah. randy macho savage yes, and all that yes. craziness yes so <laughs> kind of imagine that in uh -huh. a sense we're gonna have a lot of fun with it and enjoy it and it's actually has gained even more attention by just going live and just these little snippets of me training literally legit and i am a, i'm also training with a, a pro wrestler um so he's out there and um i've been getting hit up left and right hey would you like to come on my wrestling podcast hey would you like to fly up to winnipeg canada and come to my live come to this big live wrestling event and so i told my friend kat i was like i guess we're going to go on tour that we're going to do this. Th that That's so amazing. So, yeah, we're going to have fun with it. I'm going to see wherever this takes me. I'm not saying I'm going to be, like, the next pro wrestler. Sure. That's not the goal. I'm having fun doing stuff. it. Yeah. If I ever got invited to, you know, an AEW or right, right. <laughs> any of those things, Just saying. I will knock. totally run out. I'll totally, you know, it's, it's part of entertainment. And what am I? I'm an entertainer. I've mm -hmm. always been, like, a little entertainer. And it just fills my heart to do something fun. I'm active. I loved a rough house. You know, I'm a tomboy in that way. So, yeah, just marking all the blocks. Yeah, it's crazy how just saying yes to one opportunity kind of potentially opens up so many other doors, you know? Because Absolutely. And also, like, when you look at comedy, wrestling, and, what I, you know, porn, a lot of those fans overlap. It's, it's crazy, but they do. Really? Yeah. Comedy, uh, if you're a big fan of comedy, you probably have been a big fan of wrestling, and wrestling and comedy go with porn. And I'm always hanging out that. with comics. Isn't, isn't Carlos <laughs> a big fan of uh, comedy? He, he likes comedy. So I don't know about wrestling. <laughs> oh, for sure. I could totally see the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. But there's a big overlap in that. Interesting. So it's fun to play in, in all these different realms. But do you also feel like um, you like exploring other... Um, 
other uh, careers and other like areas of where you can maybe build a new fan base, right? Because yeah, why not? Who knows? Yeah, maybe who knows where this to take me yeah. and what kind of fun I'll be able to have with this over the next couple of months, years, or whatever you know comes out of it. Yeah, one of the great things that we had talked about, and I kind of wanted to kind of recap as well and go back into that as well, is because as you we've talked about, um, you know, some people that get stagnant in life, mm -hmm. they pick a career and then they kind of just stick with it. And kind of what you found was that, yeah, I'm not 21, and year, 21 years old anymore, but there's still so much life left to live. Oh and my, doing yeah. so many other things. And that's kind of what life is all about. And so many people kind of miss out on that. Yeah, if, like, I, I, I don't like to be stagnant in any which way. Right. And so, you know, a mind in motion, a body in motion is going to stay in motion. So I like doing all those things. And I, you know, I've just started really, I th I've mentioned this to you before, um, I feel that I'm definitely living my life more aggressively than I was in my 20s. Not that I didn't do things in my 20s. Obviously, I, you know, I moved out when I was young. I went into the military. I've done a lot of stuff at a very early age. But I'm definitely full on, full throttle living my life now. Do you feel like, because there's, there's this big conception that especially like for women, once they hit like 35, it's just <laughs> you're fucking, done. yeah, you're just dead. <laughs> Life's just downhill. No, 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 oh, no, yeah, no, okay, no, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's just like that goes downhill, and it's like, well, you seem to just kind of thrive. How would you kind of? Yeah, uh, I, I want to tell you straight up. No, if anything, I, I've started to really thrive in in my thirties. Yeah. You know, I didn't join the adult industry until I was what thirty five. That's when you started. Yeah, I started it later in you know in my thirties, yeah. and I think that's happening more and more now, especially with the milf genre. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> I like to say I was a part of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I, it's funny how society will kind of write you off in so many ways. Like, you know, even the comments about the wrestling, isn't it 40, blah, 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 yeah, you yeah. know, a little late to start. First of all, I'm having fun, bro. Yeah. And two. <laughs> it's not like professional. Like, <laughs> like, you, like, you know, I'm having fun. Obviously, yeah. I can do it because I'm actually, so, like, actually doing the moves. So I don't think my age has anything to do with it. Yeah. If you're going to allow your age to stop you from doing things. Well, you're you're already dead inside. Mm. <laughs> you need to change that mindset. But at I the really, same, I'm so no, sorry, go. I you. just had this mindset, like to be fearless and to do things and not to be afraid to, you know, mess up. I don't even like to use the words fail or mistakes or anything because everything is a learning experience and has been for me. Sure. So some of my biggest downfalls had led to my biggest leaps in life. Hundred percent. Yeah. How is it that that you find so much? time to do all these things because I, I feel like what makes you almost what keeps you young is how active you are uh, yeah. i feel like you do you just like not say no to things or do you just have this kind of curiosity into everything that you come across i say yes to a, pretty much everything um i mean i look i mean i don't sit there and i i'm not i mean look i got into the adult industry because i was just like yeah i can do that like <laughs> no problem um <laughs> i can get get paid for it yeah that's how it started yeah, yeah. right i said yes to it and look where it's led my life um i have autonomy over my own time that's the big difference a lot of people don't a lot of people have to answer to a boss they have to go in from nine to five or whatever hours i mean no one's really ever working a 40-hour work week anymore with the onset of emails that changed everything right yeah so i have autonomy over my own time so i get to dictate how that goes every single day I have my rest days. I have my days where I'm just full at it. Mm -hmm. And I like opportunities. I like the ability to dive deeper into myself and see what else I can pull out of this. Because I'm not done by any means. Yeah, but it's also so crazy because 
like people would say, okay, well, you know, you're not in your 20s anymore, yet now is when you're doing wrestling. <laughs> it's years of you staying active and taking yes. care of yourself. So, I mean, there's a testament to that too of, of you making sure that no matter what activity you do, I mean, y- there's a, like a physicality to it also. Yeah, I, I try to exercise everything. I've, I've exercised my body. I exercise my mind. I exercise myself spiritually. I exercise myself emotionally and mentally, like all the things, right? Um, and I have been doing that for a really long time. I haven't done it all my life. I mean, sure. I definitely had a good time in, I think, in, you know, in my 20s, uh, just trying to figure out life. Where, where do I fit in? What are yeah. the things I'm going to do? I wanted to explore. I wanted to adventure. I always wanted control over my life and how I d- wanted to, to direct it. And I was able to achieve that to a point, right? Yeah. Um, now I can say that. And um, just trying to figure myself out in the 20s, you know, just spend a lot of time on that versus now I have more time to like, what are my passions? What do I want to do? Mm. Let's have some fun. I loved the challenge. Yeah, you also I feel like you may, maybe you have more clarity in sense of like, this is yeah. what I want. This is what I don't want. More freedom. Yeah, yeah the free. Yeah, I, f- I feel very free in my life. Which I don't know everybody else feels. But it, it's interesting because I've talked to, because society will tell you, you're 20s, great, you're young, and et cetera, et cetera. But we've talked to so many people who are like past that, who are in their 50s and 40s and 60s. And they say life really started for them in their in their 30s and sometimes they even 40s. Yeah. And that's really when they're told, I, I talked to somebody at work and he's a high level and he's like, man, like I, I had my best years in my in my 40s. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? Because from my, where I'm standing is 40, even though I'm 30. 40s, you know, right there. But I'm like, society tells me that 40 is fucking dead. <laughs> I am literally, dude. Okay, okay. Sorry, to, sorry, dude. Um, so this. before I came over here, I was talking to my. Okay, so I guess this is kind of news. There, I should be gone by then. So I'm planning on quitting my job tomorrow. Oh wow! So I'd be Good like, this, is this airing this Monday? Yeah. Okay, so I should be gone by then. So this this would <laughs> air perfectly. Um, and right now, I you know, I was talking to her because I'm going to be switching. I'm going to be going over to a sales job. But I know deep down it's not what I truly want. I'm trying to figure out a way for, one, this to work. And also just try to find more autonomy onto what I can do on my own. Um, so I'm, all, I'm like, freaking out. So to our point, like, man, 40 years right there. So I was talking to my girlfriend. I'm like, so, like, I'm 30. And it's not that I almost feel like I don't know what I'm doing with my life. But I just don't know what's happening anymore. So I'm going to ask That's you. Okay. Beca- great. Because you almost, I don't even want to say you started later, but you almost, you you had a realization later. What I, advice would you give, like, me that I'm 30, right? And I'm in the <laughs> feeling of, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, Honestly, like, yeah, I know that feeling, actually. Because I remember there was times in my life where, I, God, it was actually when I was in North Dakota in the, in the Air Force. I was young, obviously, at that time. But I remember just looking up at the sky and be like, what the? i can't predict the future okay um, this is this is cool so let's take this for a ride and (laughs) explore don't be just be fearless about it Mm. because you're choosing this so commit yourself to that decision are you excited and are you going to be disciplined about it because motivation is not going to get you there but excitement and discipline will yeah so yeah draw it out write it out and go for it i think like the element of you know not knowing pushes me a little harder because then I can really direct myself to where I want to go. Mm, so you're more in control of I'm more in control kind of, of it. the path. It's it's scary, right? You know, diving into like the unknown, you know, not knowing how you maybe pay your bills or because that's what people say like, oh, I have to I have bills, I got to pay whatever. But if you think about it, 
if you're going to continue to do this job, that you're not happy in the you're career go- yeah, path. Yeah, you're going to be unhappy. You're going to have a ceiling. Like, I was, you know, sealing out on my si- salary that I was making at that time. Yeah. And so I hauled off and quit everything. I didn't have anything lined up. And I took some time off. And then I answered a Craigslist. And then I joined the adult industry. So, yeah, I was unhappy. And the reason why I knew I was unhappy, because I was hitting that happy hour on Friday until Sunday night, and then you're getting anxiety Sunday ah. night, because you got to wake up Monday, yeah, 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 you got to answer these attorneys, and you're like, fuck, you know, like, <laughs> this is not all, because you never see daylight, you got emails, because once email happened, then you you really don't ever have time off work. I People think it's expect also answers from you at all It's times. just also societal, too, because now that we, you know, we kind of cross from 29 to 30, mm. there's almost some, you know, set of expectations, and then, you know, we're in relationships the time for them is different from ours sure. apparently <laughs> so we're kind of like having to speed up so i guess it's all of that that's going on right now where it's yeah. like man what is what is happening yeah take a deep breath and, and also like what i do to clear my head is i i go out in nature dude i leave my phone behind i go to places where the wi-fi is not going to work and take my shoes off go out in nature go on a nice hike smell the <laughs> smell the Pretty leaves cool. listen to them just and sit there and um the clarity starts to come in i mean maybe it's the mushrooms too that no but i, I don't do that every single time don't don't take it <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a microdose than anything but the microdosing has helped me a lot for a lot of clarity i've heard that as well i've heard that as well that it kind of just opens up a little bit makes you more just connected if i can't if i'm like having a situation i'm like okay how can i work through this this quote-unquote problem or whatever um sometimes microdosing all of a sudden it's like oh i never thought of it that way Mm. oh let me implement this and again microdosing i'm not tripped out i'm still functioning my daily activities i'm you know it's not putting me out i'm not doing drugs <laughs> like that. It's more of like a rewiring. It's a mm. rewiring. It's yeah, and yeah, there's all types of really good mushrooms that are out there that are also not um, psychoactive that you know, if you just incorporate them in your in your life like lion's mane, there's tiger tail, all those things. So this the whole microdose dosing is coming kind of like a trend, right? People do it and they go into work and stuff like that. I've I've heard of some people they kind of like they're really good at managing it in a way where can actually amplify and help them in their career. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, I could see you could probably go to work. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say <laughs> go to work <laughs> on mushrooms. Wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to like. I'm not saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I when I do that, like I'm also at my house. I have a different life. Like I can adjust how my day is going right, to go. Right, yeah. Just say if that microdose affected me differently, where I'm, you know, feeling it. Yeah. Um, that way I'm already home and I'm being safe about true, it. True, like, true, you true. Know, I, controlled I environment. Yeah. <laughs> Stay controlled. <laughs> Stay safe. Anyways, we had, um, let's kind of go back on track because yeah. we had talked about a, a segue on of how you said that uh, you answered a Craigslist ad. Yes. And that's how you got into it. Yes. I know you've said it a bunch of times. Hopefully our audience hasn't heard it yet. <laughs> how was it that you got into the industry? Um, I just, you know, I was living in Miami. I hauled off and quit, you know, the normal nine to five type job as a paralegal. Hated it, right? I was living a miserable life, or what I would consider a miserable life. Um, you just weren't happy. Yeah, I just wasn't happy. So I eventually had to get a job to start paying rent and making money and stuff like that. So Craigslist back in the day was the thing. And I was like, oh, to be an extra for Dancing Bear. And I knew what Dancing Bear was because I was always a porn watcher. Uh, <laughs> yes. I was like, oh my God, to see live sex? Yeah, I'll go do it. I just thought, I, I actually just thought I was going to be in the audience that day. 
And so it was never like a little gleam in your eye, like. No, I just was like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch this." Like, it, that's it. Like, okay. that was literally my intent, first intention when I went down there. And I went by myself, you know, took the ride, went down there, got dropped off, and um, yeah. And then they went through a laundry list of things you could do, like kiss your friend, show your boobs, and you make more money that way, right? And they were only going <laughs> that day, and I thought about all the jobs <laughs> I've given. How old were you and at the time? I was like 35. Okay. So I've given plenty of Yeah, you had experience. I felt I had some good experience yeah. in my back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't really sit there and think about it, but when they got the said they could make, you know, this amount of money, I was just like, boom. Yeah, why not? Let's try it. You know? So I didn't get really nervous until the was like actually right at my face dancing <laughs> <laughs> with Barrett. It was great. And uh, then I just got a little nervous because I was like, oh, my God, it's really going to happen now. And then I just went for it. And I just tried to remember all the stuff that I've seen before in all the movies that I watched. And you got to get sloppy. You got to, you know, got to gag on a little bit, slap it on your face, do all the things. So that's just tried to like I basically mimicked all my favorite porn stars yeah. and just did a really good job. And I did such a good job that they asked me to be in there in a boy girl very next day. Which, when you do reality like Bang Bros, because I was in the Bang Bros headquarters back in the day, mm -hmm. um, they usually like the, some space because you know reality. Here I was just a bridesmaid, and mm. for me to be a milf like a milf soup, which was my very next scene, which was my very first boy girl, um, that was just like unheard of back in the day because they just like to have the space. But I got booked right away. That's crazy how you. Literally kind of just fell into it, kind of. Literally. Yeah. And I had no idea 13 years ago that I would be sitting and getting interviewed and, you know, have won awards and be, like, I had no idea. Like, I just was like, hey, I need a name and I guess this is my life. I'll try this. And here I am. And you never look back. You like Never look back. You know, what? like I said it before, the autonomy over my own time it, and making the amount of money you know, that was always nice. It's not just about the money for me. It's more about the time. Because I, I like, wow, I can enjoy my day. I can take time for myself. I can be healthy. I can go work out. I can make the right foods. I can spend time with my dog. <laughs> like, just do life stuff. And, let and, me, and that let me was the most attractive part. And let me ask you, because we've had other um, adult professionals, whatever you want to call What's the name that... that, that Say. You can say adult entertainer, adult, adult star. Entertainer. Adult. adult star. Okay, that's a good one. We've had other ones here. And um, one of them had said how she had retired a little bit earlier. Like she kind of got in, mm -hmm. she got out, and she almost, when she did her first scene, after she was kind of freaking out. I'm talking about one of the first ones that we had here. She was freaking out. She's like, wow. oh, my God, like this is going to be out everywhere. Nothing I can do now, so I'm just going to go all in on it. And eventually, she said that she had got out. Now she just does her own thing. I think she was, she's only doing her OnlyFans only now, fans. her own private stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, however, you have remained active mm -hmm. within. So, how come you've made that decision to continue with, I guess, with the companies rather than you going off on your own? I love being on set. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. I really do. I, right. I love um, I love the whole... Look, I'm in control of a lot of... And there's a couple reasons why. I, I love being on set. I like, I like the whole feeling of it. And also, I'm in control and have to make decisions about a lot of stuff all the time. That it's nice to walk on a production and I just get to do my thing. Right. <laughs> I don't have to make any decisions That's that day. True. Other oh. than maybe, hey, do you like your hair and makeup? Yeah, I love it. Cool, let's go. Do, <laughs> like, you, do you get to choose like what you do or like who you are? Um, or like suge- or recommendations? Like, oh, I'd rather, I want to do this. And then they'll set you up with Well, like, we can always put our ideas in. I've ooh. had some of my ideas, ideas actually produced, which was really cool. So I did The Voyeur Next Door, which is a four-part series you can find on Brazzers. Um, that completely, I wrote that down, the entire four-part series. Um, I mean, and I'm very thorough, if you can imagine what my mind, um, from characters who would play it. How, how they should dress, what the house should look like, yeah. everything. <laughs> Even like intro music should sound like this. Yeah, yeah. And they called me one day and it's like, hey, we're, you know, are you interested in sharing any ideas? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I wrote this down. And they actually asked me just for one scene. I was like, well, it's a four-part series. <laughs> and they, and they gave it. you all four parts. And I was able to produce it with a director. You know, they gave me a lot of, you know, I acted in it and I got to be there. So that was really, really super cool. So That's in that case, right? yes, we get to. That's so sick. And I think a lot of people should understand like at least I can only also speak from my personal journey. I'm not speaking for everybody, but right. in my personal journey, going to set anything I didn't want to do, I didn't do, and I said no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, if I felt uncomfortable wearing something, I'm you know let's you have that uh, you know, and a lot of times we're bringing our own stuff to set anyway. I mean, right now I don't because I'm contracted with browsers, so a lot of times our mm. outfits are provided for us. Maybe we bring our own lingerie, which is cool. Sometimes that's provided for us. But a lot of times you're bringing your own things. And if I didn't want to do something, I didn't do it. Like, you know, I'm just that kind of person. I'm going to speak up, you know, because it's my body. It's who I am. And um, so we do have a lot of abilities to control what goes on. But if I'm being hired on a script that a character is a particular way, I'm being hired to play that character. Mm-hmm. And are you still able to do, like, your own thing off on the side? Or oh, yeah, absolutely. Cr- oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. I think OF and, like, the ability for us to be on these own sites ourselves is just, you know, they can't take that away from us at this point. I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm uh, surprised because you would think, like, maybe they have, like, a no, like, a clause in your contract that says, you know, because wouldn't they want you to only on browsers because people will gravitate well, now, towards Well, when you're already on OF and you're making the type of money that you're making, they, that would be like, you would have to pay me a heck of a lot more. True. And they're so not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I will say that there are things like, um, I could not work um, with other contract people. So I can't like say, hey, Angela, that. you and I, let's work for our OnlyFans because she's also contracted. Oh. But if so she's there's things yeah. like that, but I can work with anybody I want other than the contract the Contracts. People. Does it have to be the contract with the same with Brazzers, or could it be a different company? As long as if they're contracted with My Geek or that whole Brazzers uh, umbrella, d- yeah, then I cannot work with them. Uh, okay. Like Sheree and I, like we make great content. Well, before she was con- contracted, yeah, 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 yeah. we made a lot of great fun content together because we're funny and we're ridiculous. I see that. Yeah. But now because she's contracted, I'm contracted. That's right. Yeah. Are you guys sad about that? You're like, oh. Yeah, it sucks. I wish we worked together more, <laughs> you know? Like, we have a good time. Yeah, like, yeah, first of all, great. we're both really ridiculous and we're funny and we just, you know, we're hot. So it's like, it works out for us. And and we're just, you know, we have a good sense of humor. Do you guys keep in touch? Like, like oh, yeah. You, yeah. Like, hey, how was, like, do you guys talk about, like, the scene sometimes? Yo, do you, you won't believe this crazy scene I just had. <laughs> you guys have that? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I'm trying to think now. Do we, like, honestly, like, I don't. Not that you're. 
Yeah, of. nothing like I really remember. We probably probably like on our time off, we probably talk about more about our personal lives. Okay. You know what's going on and what's happening. Yeah. Like you know when I when she bought her home, when I bought my home. You know sharing things that you would with like any other normal friend. That was awesome because we had her on it. She was well, it was like a virtual call, but she was she was great, uh, Sherry. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We had her on. Actually, not too long ago. Actually, it was she funny was when we both had blonde hair. People confuse us all the time as the sisters. They yeah. even had, I think, expos actually didn't oh, watch. Shit, yeah. <laughs> I didn't kind of see it. It's funny. I, I think it's because our personalities, like you can see, us probably Bubbly yeah, getting like along funny. really well. Super, yeah. Yeah, and I think the fans actually really like it too when they see us like also friends outside of work. You know what I mean? I think the I fans kind of dig I that think that's a pretty lot. Cool, actually, yeah. Do you remember, like, because you've been in the industry for for a while? You, you're you're a big name, right? <laughs> so they, yeah. yeah. Now, can we call you almost like the, the Godfather of MILF? Would that? Yeah, work? you can do that. That's that sounds pretty, cool. Uh, actually, pretty sick name. Right? The Godmother. The Godmother <laughs> of change MILF. Change your uh, Instagram title. Oh my god, I love yeah, it. Cause, yes. Yeah, because because to your point, because I mean, you, you kind of said you know ruffling your feathers a little bit, but it's almost true. Like <laughs> I almost feel like because when I think of the word MILF, I Kind of think of you. Yeah. As Getting one of stuck them. in the washer and the dryer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking someone about. Said it, yeah, actually, someone said it recently to me. It was like, I think, like, when I when I think of that whole genre, I think of, like, you you really started that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Being stuck under tables. That's, like, like a big thing. Yeah. Oh, I, I always, and when people, like, fans will send me pictures to sign, I always, there's always one in the pile <laughs> where I'm stuck under that table wearing, I think it's a yellow dress. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, every darn yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite. Will you please sign it? Yes. Yeah, yeah that was uh, that's one of the good ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you could clearly see I could get out. Yeah, yeah. It's like obviously. I, it's like there's much. I'm like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'll go with it. Yeah. I guess she's stuck. <laughs> I can see it. Sure, sure. She can never squeal. Like, no. Her stepson definitely needs to help her out. <laughs> yes. Do you over? The, do you remember how many scenes you've shot like over the years, or has it just been so many where it, it's a I fucking? I have no blur. idea. Yeah, I never kept track. I, <laughs> I just, I mean, I never, I never like, oh, one, two, three. I just <laughs> like a list. No, I was nah. just like going for it, you know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. There's also times, especially like really getting into my career, when I was just like, okay, like I'm gonna really do this. Um, I would say I was doing anywhere between 15 to 20 some scenes a month. That's a lot. That is a lot. Just like, and some days, like, you do a in the morning and then do hardcore, at, you know, at night or maybe throw a girl girl in there. You don't yeah. get, like, it doesn't get tiring or you By the last one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the last one? Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. Get the hard ones done first. <laughs> I, don't do that. I, don't, I don't do that anymore by any means. But uh, unless it's, like, for my content, then, like, uh, if it's a girl girl. Uh, excuse me, a girl-girl content, then I might try to fit in, like, a girl-girl in the morning and maybe a boy-girl-girl in the afternoon. But our scenes are, are kind of gonzo-ish. They're a lot small. Like, it's not a yeah. big production. I'm not there for four hours doing one scene. You know, we might... Jeez. Yeah. Imagine. No, well, it's not sex for four hours. Yeah. It's, like di it's like dialogue for three and 30 minutes of sex. Really? Yeah. It can be, yeah. Is that how that kind of works? It can be. I mean, like... Well, yes and no. I mean, sometimes the production, you got to think there's hair and makeup. <laughs> there's, okay. there's photos. And then, yeah, if it's a long script, that script is mostly dialogue. Most of our day is going to be dialogue if there's a script. Um, and then they ne only need a certain amount of time of sex. And that sex is like, you know, so many minutes of... <laughs> many. Can I say all these things? <laughs> yeah. So many minutes of like... 
<laughs> so many minutes of, you know, reverse cowgirl, cowgirl, you know, and so stuff. So there's like a, a script. Some um, of them are, will be scripted out even how the sex is. Like it's kind of robotic because you're like, okay, this that is not can what be. I'm doing. I, those yeah. are not my favorite because I kind of yeah. look like I've been in the industry for so long, and more than likely, my co-partner and my co-star has also been in the industry for. I'm like, just let us do our job. Yeah. We, we know where the yeah. is That's also mm. true. I That's don't need true. five minutes in reverse. Like, this. like <laughs> we can fit it all in. But they also, after a while, they'll also, you know, trust you to do that yourselves. Yeah, um, I don't really get told now how to do that. Yeah, I um, think those guides are really helpful for the younger folks that are coming yeah. in. They, because um, you got to learn where the cameras are when you're doing certain things, and also your body position. Like I know some of the body positions don't always look good. Like <laughs> so the also angle the angles, yeah. you know, and this, that, and the yeah, other. Yeah, you have to like open up to the camera. You can't be yeah, closed off. and the hair's got to be out of the way. Hair's out of the way, don't and like when you're going down on a girl. Like, you've got to, like, be really super long tongue. You can't, like, sometimes I'll just dive in because I enjoy it. But uh, you know what I mean? you yeah, got to yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. got to see all the action because that's the what the viewer wants to see. Mm. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Getting a little graphic here. Go because ahead. sometimes you see, like, when you're watching porn. I know you've seen porn, too, bro. Sure, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, like, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, so when a, when a guy's, like, masturbating the girl. Guys, we say this. I'm, we've never gone this far. Go ahead. Yeah, far you can ask me anything. Um, <laughs> when the guys like masturbate like or like you know rubbing the girls, like uh, DJ, <laughs> you're doing like a DJ but, move over there. <laughs> but because you know that some do, but is that really enjoyable? Because not all of it. Because <laughs> yeah, because you take because I remember when I first obviously you, you, I don't know if porn's the right way to to learn. It's but not. You take yeah. some notes and you're like, okay, well it looks like the girls liking this. So uh, you know as you start. You know, getting familiar with women and stuff like that. When you first, you're like, doing that, you're like, oh, it looks yeah. like she likes it. <laughs> but your girl's like, ow! Yeah, like, spinning what are a set. you doing? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. She liked it in the, you know? She liked it in the movie I saw today. <laughs> so, no. None of it, no. no. Like, don't don't get your education from porn. If you want to know what, uh, first of all, every woman, every guy is different. Very so, true. I would always suggest start out with some communication and comprehension with your partner and find out how she likes it. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Make it sexy. Go down on her. Be like, you know, f- touch the outside first. Get everything going. You know, get the juices so flowing. this is all show. This right out of the gate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not gonna like it might work a little bit but like also like some people like a little bit more gentle some people like a little bit more hard some people li- you know some women like their <laughs> versus licked some like it more licked than sucked uh you know some people like a little finger some people like a whole hand like you got to figure out Very true. what your partner really enjoys and sometimes you know the, that might be a little bit of uh, sometimes it might be a little bit uncomfortable or a little shy to talk about, yeah. you know, what, you know, you were going to go deep with this, but go deep with your partner and find out. Everybody's different. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're serious with this person, Absolutely. if you want to stay with them, you know, because it's, 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 it would be a shame to kind of date each other and be in a monogamous relationship and then like not really enjoy because you're afraid to kind of ask. Yeah, afraid to ask. And I, yeah. and I think they're, they're like, I get a lot of questions in my emails from a lot of different people, whether they're in relationships or not, you know, like, how can I get my girlfriend to squirt like you? And I'm like, first of all, is she even turned on? <laughs> like, because <laughs> you got to think about that. And first of all, what we do in camera is a lot different than, you know, a female ejaculation, what may happen at home. I can, I can do with a natural, but it's where we're talking about a couple tablespoons, maybe, or a little, you know, extra, right, right, like, right. What I do on camera is obviously coming from Pedialyte, filling the bladder up to an obnoxious level where it can actually, I learned, could actually collapse it. 
Um, and then pushing that out with crate. And I'm like, that's not what, unless you like to be peed on, sir, that's not what you're asking me to tell really? you. It, it, yeah. The, rea- the, the, rea- the reality is that the porn that you're watching, it's just, it's, it's, aggressive. it's a movie. It's, yeah, it's a it's, movie. It's, it's entertainment. Yeah. It's, it's um it's done at a grandiose scale because it's what gets clicks you know what I mean mm. um but yeah I mean you you know like so just find out from how your lady likes it no no I'm good with that no I was just wondering in general yeah, because like you see this and I'm like <gasps> does any girl even like this? or like yeah and I think like the guys pick up that weird you know pulling out motion and they don't know how what they're doing because they're trying uh-huh. to get their girl to squirt right yeah, yeah, and they yeah, see yeah. this uh, and the guys are it's, it's a somewhere. little rough it's a little yeah, rough yeah. you don't need to be rough with it you're Coaxing it out. This is a gentle. This is a gentle. gentle. What about the technique? It's a beautiful flower down there. You don't have to rip the petals off. (laughs) You know what I mean? Very good way. Very well said. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But do you feel like like watching porn, especially if you, especially for young guys who maybe just constantly watch it, could it be a detriment because they feel like this is what sex is supposed to be like, and then they find themselves in relationships where obviously the sex is not like the fucking gangbang that you've been watching for like the past fucking three years, <laughs> you know, that you used to. You could set up gangbangs yeah. if you want I mean, to. <laughs> uh, just find the right people. Yeah. Um, but, but you know what I mean? Could yeah. that be take away? I think that's emotional intelligence on that person. I think like, I mean, that's like saying, you know, if you mm-hmm. smoke weed, you're automatically lazy. That's not true because I smoke a lot of weed and I get a lot done. So, you know, I mean, if you want to allow it to be a detriment to you, then you're going to allow that to happen. But yeah. if you can understand balance and understand reality versus entertainment, it's not going to be a detriment to you. If all you do is spend your time on social media and in your basement, then, yeah, that's going to be a problem. You're not getting out there living your life. Yeah. Well, because I'm thinking, like, if you say you ate, because we did, we did, we went over something. There was an article that came out not too long ago where... A lot of young kids, they don't, they don't have as much as young, young men. They don't have sex like they used to, you know. Mm-hmm. So, or they're not having sex. They're not having sex as much as they back then. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's like, what is causing this? I this think that's more of a social media problem because people are spending more time with their invisible friends on social media than actually having dinner and coffee, like you know, meeting people in real life. Back but, in the day, we didn't, we didn't have that. But also, someone could say, well, you know, they also they have access to every kind of scene. So if they want to have sex, that sexual gratification, they just gotta go, you know, put that on, go on Pornhub and and look look that up, and instead of having to talk to a girl, that could also be kind of uh, well, any handheld like device will do that. You know, anymore people can actually just go on Twitter to look at porn. So, you know, I I don't want to blame one thing or the other. I think that is just a really personal choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at, we live in a society where everything can be at a grab on our screen if we yeah. really want it to be. I mean, we can have an AI write papers now. So. You know, that to me is more a detriment to our brains than just, you know, if getting visually stimulated. Yeah. If you think about it, is can we really blame porn when it's just accessible on the internet? No, I'm not trying to blame it. If you know it's accessible on the internet, it's not so much, you know, being addicted to it. It's the fact that you're choosing to use the internet for that. I think people are just not leaving their homes as much as, you know, going out and doing things. I think a lot of people, like, social media has just become an addiction in itself. Our phones are almost... I mean, look how we freak out when we can't find a phone. Yeah. <gasps> my whole life's bad. over. Yeah, oh, my God. It's yeah, almost yeah, like you have yeah, a... Pan- yeah. Like, I've gone through it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I've done that. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I just... I just don't see it as often. I, I think people like their their little little boxes that they've put themselves in. And maybe they're just working harder. Maybe they don't find the time. Maybe they don't have the energy to 
put in or maybe they just don't feel that they have the energy it's going to put in to be an active person in a conversation and be present. Maybe they've just like, hey, I just want to fucking be sti- visually stimulated, have my whatever at night and go to bed and wake up and have the next day the same because maybe they are stuck in that. That kind of that cycle. R- that cycle. Mm. You know? I don't know. I don't know because um, I still think it's just like the, the fact of, of how easy uh, everything is to be accessed. Yeah. You know, because you can pick up your phone and you can, ch- what do you do when you get pick up your phone? You're probably doing a bunch of stuff for the podcast half the time. Right? Right? Yeah. So that, but you're choosing to do that. You're not choosing to just be, you know, go straight into whatever porn website all day long and do that. I don't know. I think it's, um, I, I think it just go- comes down to like some sort of like addictive personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just the addiction that you choose. Yeah, because we could be addicted to anything. Yeah. Food is an addiction for some people. Work can be an addiction for some people. I guess it's uh, the choices that you make and how you spend the time, you know. Because, but I, I, w- I would say, if, especially if you're young, you're more receptive to certain things than, than others. Like, we're older now, we're aware of this. Some people that just gonna get, they fall into it and they kind yeah. of don't have a way of kind of getting out of it. Maybe they have an addictive personality or maybe they just, you know, they feel lonely and they feel like, well, that's that's what I'm gravitating towards because it's easier because I don't... Maybe it's easier for them. I don't, yeah, don't want to get rejected social. or, yeah, maybe there's certain social uh, cues. I think you're going to find different reasons for different people because there's so sure. many of us out there that are using different things for different reasons. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I just wanted to kind of ask you, you, your opinion on it because it's kind of made sense yeah. to ask you because it's something that we've talked about with, with uh, Sherry and uh, as well. And so figured I'd, I'd pick your brain on it. Yeah. But, but <laughs> no, because uh, because it is it is true. I mean, some people, they get hooked up on it. But it, it, at the end of the day, personal responsibility lies with you, you know? Yeah, you got to be self-aware and be re- like, just get really raw and honest with yourself, you know? And that, that takes a lot of self-awareness. Yeah. If you feel like you're, like, if I feel like I'm spending, like, okay, if I feel like I'm spending too much time doing a particular activity because it feels good and I'm just getting my dopamine and my serotonin levels from there, I, I, I'm like, okay, I need to back off of that and find a healthier activity to be doing or change those behavior patterns and actions to something else that's going to be more productive and efficient and better for my life in the long run but it's it's me being very active with my self-awareness because yeah i could oh gosh i could sit around and smoke weed all day if i really wanted to but is that gonna you know like (laughs) it's fun but um luckily i can be very highly functional but um i'm also the type of person where like oh that's not something i want to do all day Right. You know, I don't think that's healthy either. I don't care what spin you put in. Anything that you're consecutively doing all the time is not going to be healthy. But again, it's about finding that balance. Yeah, everything's an ebb and flow. You inhale, exhale. <laughs> Everything is everything that expands is going to contract. Yeah, I like that. Wanted to ask you, um, being on the other side, because we were talking about how you know it could be an issue for you know men not being able to date because of whatever. Mm-hmm. But what about being on the side of being in the industry? What's dating like for you? Um, it's interesting. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting as I think, um, I've had some really long relationships in the industry while I've been in the industry and, um, one was really good and everything and he was very mature about it, but I think it did bother him that his friends knew what I did. Mm -hmm. And I think that rode on his psyche a little bit. Mm. Um, how long were, was that relationship? I want to say it was like four years. Really? That's a long time. Yeah. My last one was three. Shit. So, yeah, like, <laughs> I've had some really yeah, long relationships. Long. <laughs> um, you know, it's good. I think there's also a lo- uh, of, uh, there's an intimidation factor. I don't get approached very often. 
and I, it's, you know, I was like, why don't I ever get approached? Everybody's, you know, dating and stuff. And people are like, well, you're happy. You can pay, you know, you're in societal standards. What does a man have to offer you? Money. I already have it. Oh, yeah. I don't need you to pay my bills. No, I got I'm, my, I'm saying, you know, I'm like, saying that's there's money, you know, you know like all those things. And what I require out of, out of a person, it doesn't have to be a man either. You're like just a person. Um, what I would require is, you know, a hundred percent, you know, honesty, raw, honest, a lot of people aren't willing to do that. C- you know, communication, comprehension, emotional intelligence, and you better be fucking funny. <laughs> you know what yeah, I think? Um, y- what's intimidating, I think, is is uh, your confidence. Because you really are... I get the sense of you that when you want to do something, you fucking do it. Mm-hmm. And not only that, because um, I was watching, I was reading up on you, and I was watching um, you know, some of the podcasts that you were on. You're, I would say, probably one of the best actresses within the industry because like when you go like you go you perform like you you. really (laughs) do your stuff um so i feel like like that's probably what it is because most men i guess when a woman is confident they almost feel like a sense of intimidation because they don't need you you know because you're it's not like you need anything from them it's you kind of you kind of have to want this person yes it's a big want i don't need like i'm I'm Mm. not looking and also that person needs to that person would need to come to me fulfilled I'm not looking to, like, I'm not going to make you, another person's not going to make you happy. So come to me happy. Come to me fulfilled. Be busy, like, not, like, have your stuff going on. You know, don't always be available. Like, let's, let's communicate. Let's, let's have that. But I, that's what I enjoy Mm -hmm. in, in, in my life. Um, if someone was too readily available all the time and up my butt, that would just get on my nerves. Oh, so that's a common thing. Because we we hear that that most women they, yeah yeah that most women don't want a man that's for example like so so there's a lot of the algorithm you know this it catches on to you so there was some times <laughs> that I was getting a lot of these like date guys because we you know we have the dating podcast whatever mm-hmm. so a lot of these dating tips and they'd say no what if the girl replies to you don't immediately reply to her and then we'd be like oh that's so <laughs> stupid if you want to reply and you can't do it but there is some sense of truth there, to it yeah there is some sense of truth it's like don't like don't be don't be playing games like if you want to respond respond. But, like, you don't but have to be, I, like, you know, I like, I'm going to wonder what you do if you're, like, constantly, <laughs> like, readily hey, available. Hey, you want to be? You want to be? Like, no, yeah. I need some time apart. <laughs> don't, don't drop everything that you're doing just to respond no, to you me. you could be, like, res- you, yeah, yeah, be a responsible human being. Show me <laughs> that, you know, you got your stuff together, that you can carry yourself well, and, and yeah, like, that's a fully satisfied person. I like that. And, um, and have different interests. I like that. And honestly, honestly. Um, do you feel like because of your profession that it's it's created um, more difficulty to find someone like that? So a quick break to talk about our sponsorships. AG1, we just got a, a partnership with them, and it's been amazing. Uh, how has it been going for you? Man, AG1 is awesome. I've been taking it for a little bit over a month now. We both have. And first thing in the morning, it's super quick to take. It's it's kind of all-in-one package. Uh, you, it's a powder form. It makes it water nice and cold. Good, good tasting, and uh, it gives you everything you need. Helps you with energy, helps you with with your gut, health, and immune system. I mean, overall, it's a great product. Yeah, my favorite thing is I, I take it in the morning as soon as I wake up. That way, on my way to the gym, um, I'm already getting the the fuel that I need. And one yeah. thing that I really like about it is that it doesn't upset my stomach as it would if I'm taking a whole laundry list of vitamins. Yeah. So it really starts my day with literally everything that I need to, to get right. And what I like about it is that as soon as I take it in the morning, it's almost like a mental check for me to say you know what i'm doing something for me because i know that i mean if you think about it you wake up in the morning you go you just go straight to work you don't really eat anything so it's like you don't have anything in your system 
at least with this, you know that the first thing that you do every single day is that you're taking care of yourself. It's a full replacement of all these other vitamins and minerals and everything that you could be buying individually that's going to cost you an arm and a leg. So for literally one price, you're literally getting a full array of nutrition in a pack in a scoop whatever you want to do and fortunately for us we do have the sponsorship that with ag1 it not only are you getting like the whole the whole subscription of it but we're also including five travel packs as well as a year supply worth of the vitamin d for sure so that's pretty awesome yeah the vitamin d or the drop so you can just take one or two or three or four drops depending how much uh, you want to take and you just in the morning too super quick and what i love about the fact is there's not a bunch of pills that you have to take, which is what you were exactly. saying earlier. It's just like one scoop, a couple of drops, and that's it. Ready to go. Yeah, and, and I've also noticed that just throughout the day, I just, I I don't know if it's a, like in my head that I'm taking it or, or if it's the fact that it's actually working, but I want to believe that it is because I feel amazing when I'm doing it. I feel more efficient. I feel like my stomach is also responding better to things when I eat. Mm, yeah. um, my energy levels are also better. And again, it just, it really sets the tone for the rest of the day when I take this. So fortunately for us with this partnership, um, if you want to take ownership of your health, you know, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Um, in order to do so, go to drinkag1.com slash the coffee breakup. Again, that's drinkag1.com slash the coffee breakup. Check it out. I think so. I mean, I think it's just, it, it's obviously going to lay, uh, it's going to, it's another layer of something that someone's going to have to be um, very secure in themselves and very confident in themselves and understand that what I'm doing for, for my, you know, my vocation, my career, well, that's, that's work. You know, just like everybody else shows up to an office, I also show up to an office just because it's more physical and intimate. It's intimate in the sense of, you know, plain general definition. I'm not being, I'm not having super intimate moments, if that makes sense. Right, like, right, right. You know, I can draw the line there. It's um, almost like the same way I would open a check-in account at work is the same way you would give a blowjob at 12 yeah, p.m. Yeah, like, okay, so oh. what are we doing today? Da-da-da-da-da. Okay, we're going to do that. Okay, and also, after. like, everybody's being paid on set. It's not like, you know, my male talent showing up, like, ooh, I'm like going to do this hobby. for free today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Everybody that shows up is getting a paycheck that right. day. So they're getting paid. They're not there because they might like me as a human being. I'm a pretty cool person. <laughs> <laughs> They might like me as a human. What I'm saying is, they might like me as a friend and a human being, but they're not there because oh, I get to bang Alexis Fox. No, they're getting there because they're getting paid to bang Alexis Fox that day. Do you feel um, so? So when you walk into like on set, do you are you able to disconnect? And because there's some people say, well, you have sex with these people. There's some emotional bond that has to be that will be created you don't have that i don't have that i kind of look at it as almost like you know how guys can kind of go cold into sex pretty quick i kind of feel like that's the same i don't have i'm not there to get emotionally attached to anybody i'm not there for my own personal time and my own personal reasons i'm there to make a product i'm there to do my job and make sure i do my job the best that i can so that it sells more so i don't have any emotional um bonds like that at all with any of my co-stars i look at him as my other co-star 100 percent, and i also don't date within the industry i don't i'm going to use my term i don't like to shit and eat the same place <laughs> that makes sense i don't know yeah. if i said that right but there's like that that quote yeah. Yeah. Not sure where, yeah. Not yeah. Sure where you eat. yeah because i just don't want any problems and like yeah like you know i not saying that there would be Interesting. but i don't like what if uh what if you have a messy breakup or something like that? And I just want to be able to work with people. Yeah. I don't want that added layer of emotional, mental, uh, you know, I come there to work. That's what the way I make my money. I'm not there to 
you know, if I make friends out of it, that's great. I've made mm-hmm. some really wonderful friends. But that's that's the extent that I'm always going to go. Yeah, you'd kind of expect that someone within the industry would probably be the most understanding, which I think which that's we've talked we've come across a lot. We've had a lot of um, stars that were in the show, and they said, "Yeah, they did people in the industry, or maybe uh, maybe not actors, but they may be producers or yeah, you know, directors or whatever, you know." So that's yeah. kind of the common denominator we've had we've seen so so <laughs> yeah i'm just a little different that way yeah. i would just i literally like normal guys and normal people i like i like that the person's doing something completely different than me and and it gives you know gives me a like i'm learning about something new like i i, I don't need to talk about the same work that i'm doing with somebody but let <laughs> me ask you, but let me ask you this because you had said earlier off camera on camera that that you kind of like your space you like your distance mm-hmm. is that something that kind of was that you kind of created when you started porn because of you had to distance yourself from it? Or I've have always you, have been, you always been this I've way? always been a lone wolf. I've really? always been able to go off on my own and do my own things and spend time with myself. I've yeah. never been a person that's ever been like, oh my God, I can't be alone. I even, I know people like that. They, yeah. They're always in a relationship mm-hmm. and it's never really good. Uh, <laughs> you know, because they've never <laughs> spent any time with themselves yeah. to see, because look, honey, it's not always the other people. Maybe you need to work on yourself, right? So, um, no, I've always been that way. I love it. I've no, always, I was I've just curious like, because... And I'm selective you know. who I let in. Um, and I that's lo- only yeah. taken time. I've let some people I shouldn't have let in, and <laughs> then you learn, and then you're like, okay, now I can take these things that I've learned over here. So, le- so let me ask you this in terms of, like, we're talking about the topic of dating. When you say you don't really get approached, stuff like that, how do you usually meet people... Is there online dating? Do you approach guys themselves or? Well, the last guy I met was off of Instagram. <laughs> really? Yes. No. How is that? I, I actually DM'd him. <laughs> no way. Yes. What happened? What happened? I well, and I didn't actually. Okay, it's kind of funny. Um, it was a it was a company, and I never saw a picture of the actual person, but they were like, "Oh, we're in Vegas, and we're handing out some." some stuff and it had to do with cannabis or whatever. And I, I let him kind of in the cannabis sector and, you know, and stuff like that. And I was just like, Hey, I'm in, you know, I'm in Vegas. Uh, you know, I'll pick up some, pick up some swag or whatever, you know, you want right, to dro- right, right, right. drop it over by <laughs> my house. I didn't know if this would be a lady, an old guy, young, I don't know. I was, I'm, that's how adventurous I am. Anyway, here comes this person and knocks at my door and I was like, Oh, hi, want to come back? <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> it just kind of went from there. I think like a lot of my relationships have just kind of happened. It just I yeah. it, I don't go chasing. I just allow things to happen, and maybe that's why they've stayed. And I've learned from those individuals. And and I think, happens. but I think that's a good way of going about life, like not forcing things. We've talked about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. Kind s- of yeah, why chase it? Yeah. Like if you gotta force it and chase it, then maybe it's not for you. Allowing to people to, to arrive into your life is a real true present, and it's really cool to have that. So let's let's say for um for anyone that's in the audience watching this and saying like, man, <laughs> I've always wanted a shot at Alexis Fox. <laughs> what would be the uh, cheat code for them? So how would you want them to approach you, or maybe a little secret on how what they should say in a DM? First of all, just be yourself. You know, don't try to give me some weird-ass line. Just, hey, be yourself. Um, and just show that. I mean, I know that sounds probably cheesy or whatever, but if you're going to – probably if you're going to approach – I won't really answer my DMs on Instagram, um, so that's probably, like, the worst place to find me. I also don't meet up with any but fans on my OnlyFans either. The best approach would probably be approach me in person. 
and be decent about it. Be oh, you. It's tough because you know? they're going to have to find you in person. So online, no one has a shot. Uh, unless you already follow them. Unless I'm already following them. Yeah, yeah. It has to be like someone interesting. You hear that, guys? Try to <laughs> either. Give me to follow yeah. you. Yeah. Try to figure out a way. why. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, it was just kind of odd that the other one happened from Instagram. That was a, it was just a, a coincidence, I guess. But I kind of got lucky on that one. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I've never really. I think they got to be funny. Oh, you're, you, you got, I love to laugh. You're in some comedian type of, <laughs> yeah. You're in some <laughs> comedian th- uh, or comedy thing. Yeah, you I have a lot of comedians something. as friends, or I've I've gained friend, uh, comedians as friends over time and stuff like Weren't that. Weren't you a part of something? Didn't you produce something? Yeah, so the Highest Fox show, which is now my podcast, yes. used to be a comedy variety show that I hosted and produced in L.A., and that's where, like, I just, I've always loved comedy, and I've always loved, I always love laughing and having a really good time, so that was, like, a really easy thing to kind of get involved in, um, and how that all transpired was I went and saw Richie, Richie Lease um, in L.A. once. He was performing. My friend, who is a comedian and also has been my personal trainer for years, um, we went. I was in L.A. I was like, hey, let's go see a comic tonight. And we did. And it was him. And he did a whole bit about the bang bu- female bang bus driver, which was me. And he didn't know I was sitting in the audience because I didn't, I didn't know. Like, we weren't t- friends then. And I went up to him afterwards. I said, hey, by the way, I'm that bang bus driver that is in your whole skit. No. So we just, that's how that friendship started. And then he had an opportunity because he's produced a lot of comedy shows, um, come up with an opening at um, – a place on Sunset, and he was like, hey, would you like to host and produce your own comedy show? And I was like, fuck yeah, of course. So. Yeah, I said <laughs> oh, yeah. yes again. Like, <laughs> There was not much thinking after that. I was like, yeah, oh, I want this opportunity. Of course. And uh, yeah, that's how that all transpired. That's what so, that's crazy. Yes, say yes. So you just got to say yes, and you got to mm. be have an open mindset and be ready to receive when the universe is ready to give it to you. So there's that. Okay, okay. So there's um, obviously porn. There's a little bit of comedy in there. There's wrestling. Mm-hmm. And um, the podcast. Po- podcast. podcast. <coughs> There's um, coffee. Yes. Also. Yeah, I have coffee. And what's up with that? <laughs> I got I was excited yeah. for that. I know. I'll just send you guys yeah, some. I, you. I know. I'm sorry. They checked my coffee for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I like I swear I'm not. Yeah, so um, what's up with that? Uh, I love coffee and I and I really kind of found my love for coffee by traveling and going to different countries and different cities and you know I kind of found it fun to find a little local roaster in each of these little spots and trying out their coffee Mm -hmm. and what I found really interesting like you know Italian espressos like nice and it just reminds me of chocolate almost or like it's very velvety over your tongue and it just tastes really good it's also low it doesn't hurt my stomach when I drink Italian espresso um, and I love Costa Rican coffee. I love Costa Rican coffee because you can taste the banana and the cacao and mm. stuff. Because anytime you grow, you know, these things, whatever you're growing around it, the bees are pollinating, so you get the different flavors. It's really amazing. So it, you can taste coffee. Like, you can go to coffee tastings. Like, you can do wine. It's really cool. So you can learn and break what down. do you do this? I would... You want to come over? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have, I've never yeah. done a coffee tasting, invite but I would. Us. But it, you would, I guess, you just do little you sips, little right? Sips, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. you get a little spoonful, and you do little sips, mm. and then you know, there's different ways you can do it, and that is so. Sick. And you can pick out the different flavors and and stuff so like that. Cool. So each, like, find out if you have a fa- favorite coffee, find out where where it's grown, and that'll tell you a lot, you know. 
That's what we got to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was literally thinking about that. We'll but I said my coffee. I'll put little notes if you want. Um, <laughs> so it's just like really kind of cool. So I kind of fell in love with coffee that way. And I was, um, it was a Sunday. I was getting my coffee from a roaster, um, which is actually my roaster now. And um, I was smoking a joint in my <laughs> hammock on a Sunday morning, just having story. a cup of coffee. And I was like, maybe I was high, but I was like, I should have my own coffee business. And that's how I started. So while I was high, I called George and I was like, hey, George, I wanted to have my own coffee business. How do we do this? And then, boom, here we are. How long has it been? How many years? <laughs> uh, oh, I, um, I think I started the coffee around the same time as the podcast or comedy show. So I've had it for a while. We actually just went through a rebrand because I used to call it um, High AF Coffee. Yeah. But too many people thought it had weed in it because uh, it said the word high. And it was just really high altitude yeah, for in a slick that, way yeah. of putting AF in there. Oh, that was a little too slick. I, what I realized yeah. with marketing is like you just kind of dumb it down. <laughs> yeah, we went way over heads. Yeah, and uh, I liked it. but yeah. <laughs> um, So we just now put um, HAF, so like half coffee. So it's still got the HAF in there. Okay. And a cool yeah. little mountain in the background. So when you see it, I'll send it to you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah so you just said I want... To make, I want to have my own coffee. Yep. And Boom. coffee. Then we're making it. Hey, I want my own coffee. <laughs> yeah, let's make it. Boom. Yeah, you can be the master creator of your reality. Any given time, you just got to put put forth the effort. It's not just about like marking something down and putting it on your refrigerator. You got to put work into it, but yeah. you can make things happen. And you know, sometimes it's going to be a little bit of a struggle, and sometimes you can be like shit, like all this, and just take it, learn it, and improve yourself, and make it better the next time around. Do you um do you kind of uh attribute all of these other uh outlets to kind of the start of porn from when you said yes to porn? You feel like you got all these opportunities because of that start? I think it definitely has helped me get these opportunities, of course. I, I it's made a name for myself, but you know, when you have the time that you can put forth the effort to these other opportunities, then you can take them on. You know, like, because even, like, the coffee has now led to me having, uh, I do a, co a beer collab with a local brewer in Vegas, too. We have, <laughs> we have, no a, one, uh, yeah, come to day. Vegas. Uh, <laughs> so it's called Cheers to Breakfast, um, and it's sold in Vegas, and it is a golden ale with my coffee in it. It is delicious, and it's I not too strong of a beer, go. so you can, like, you know, sit down. It's a golden ale. It sounds yeah, very nice yeah, and refreshing. Very, very refreshing. We also have a Lexus Fox Blonde Ale that you can get in Vegas now, too. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Only in Vegas? or Only in Vegas. It's like a local, like uh, a microbrew in a sense. Okay, 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 okay. And, yeah, so it's just like these cool little projects <laughs> that I get to work with people on. Oh, that's cool. That, shit. yeah, probably, <laughs> you know, if I was just, if I didn't, maybe I wouldn't have been placed in the situations that put me in front of these people if I wasn't maybe Alexis Fox. So, yeah, I mean, I can attribute that to a lot. But I'm also a go-getter. Yeah. So I don't know, like, how much, where I would have been held back, if it held back at all. I, but I feel like even if you didn't do porn, you'd still be... Doing something. Doing something. You, yeah. I, you, I can't imagine you in an office, Ugh. nine to five, boxing, cage. I hated up. I that. That was... I felt like working in an office was so diminishing me of life. Oof. That's what I feel like right now. I didn't, yeah, 100%. I mean, how gross is it that you have to call and be like, hey, I'm not feeling good, and then be like, well, you only have five more sick yeah, days yeah. left. How is it that we can only have two weeks off work in an entire year? 
And call that a vacation. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no. I love that. Seriously. I, I like, taking, like I, I, if I can encourage anybody, and, it, and I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not. It's, it, it might be hard. It might, you know, might be trying at times. And those, take those trying times and use that as your gas pedal to move fucking forward. Don't let that stop you. Use it as a gas pedal. It's not your brake. It's your gas pedal. Be like, I'm going to fucking crush this shit and crush it. Damn, this is what I like oh, about this fine. shit, about what we do. Because, like, <laughs> no, for real, we, we, we have some people on, and, and it's funny because, for example, anyone who would have seen that we were going to have you on, most maybe guys would be like, oh, at first maybe it's like, oh, how exciting, but then it's like, oh, it's, you know, another one that does porn, right? But one thing that my brother told me, so I have an older brother, and he told me, he goes, you know what I love about your show? And obviously my brother, so obviously he's going to tell me some stuff. But he goes, I love how you're very genuine with how you speak to the guests to make them feel so comfortable to really just be themselves because we don't judge. This is an area for us to really understand where people come from and how they go about their, their kind of their life, which everyone I feel like is still trying to figure it out. And then that's kind of why we do this. I mean, we're 30 and that's how I started. Like, Oh, what are we doing? Yeah. And then we, ha we hear stories like this where it kind of like, before I got here, I was nervous as, as, as fuck. Cause I'm like, <laughs> what am I going to do? Right. And now I'm here like, dude, like at the end of the day, Life will go on. Mm -hmm. You're in control of it as long as you fucking take control. But mm -hmm. you have everything like in your disposal to get it done. Yeah. You just have to do it. So it's almost like this kind of like wind in me. Yeah. Every single time I come in here, it's, this is a nice good. little space that we have here. That's good that you're getting those feelings. Like, I, you know, I th oh, shoot, I just lost my mind and train of thought. Yeah, you got excited. And I got like, excited. Oh, I was like, oh, fine. shit. It'll, It'll come, come back. back. It'll come back. It'll come back. But, um. We'll yeah, I think it. it's a very exciting. I think it's a very exciting for you. I'm excited for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's like the the good thing about this space, like being able to kind of. I know it. my thought. So I think a lot of people are afraid just to take that step. Yeah, it's the course, first step that yeah. might be the hardest, but just take it. If you take it and you miss the step and you fall a little bit, that's part of your journey. Yeah. So accept it. Pick yourself back up. Take another fucking step because. You don't get to the top of a mountain by, by leaping. You get to the top of a mountain by taking each little step all the way up. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the summit, and you're like, holy shit, look at the view from up here. Mm. Where do I get to go next? Yeah. Yeah, but you're really good with words. You know what you got to be doing? You got to be, uh, <laughs> make, make like, what are those, like, uh, those gratification cards? Or what, no, what are they called? The... The cookies, like the, the, the little... No, <laughs> the fortune cookies? Yeah. <laughs> Not too, actually. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I think you got to get into fortune I'll cookies. I'll ask Asian Joe. He's yeah, got a tip hey, that. Joe, figure it out. <laughs> get to work. He gets so mad. He's like, another fucking job yeah, you're yeah, giving yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Joe, you have job security for the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Affirmation cards. Affir oh, affirmation, affirmation cards. Affirmation cards, bumper stickers. Yeah, I've been told a lot. I was like, you should be a, a life coach yeah. or write a book on it or something like that. Or maybe I will. <laughs> yeah, I don't hold it Guess what, guys? You. Guess what's next? Yeah, <laughs> I would not doubt it. Actually, I would. I just need to find a good ghostwriter. Oh, Chad GPT. Probably. Down the line. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for okay. sure. How we've been talking about it. Do you have Text any. Text that to me later. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any. Um, which I doubt you do, but do you have any regrets looking back in life? And if so, like, what were some of those? Some of the moments where you like. And then it doesn't have necessarily have to be porn. It could be. You said you used to be married. Didn't yeah. work out. Was there a regret that we like, man? I wish I would have worked, tried a little bit harder. No, no. I don't. I don't. I didn't want to try any harder. <laughs> <laughs> that was no for two things. No, I didn't want to try any harder. No. Um, I really don't. 
I mean, maybe if you would have asked me younger, I might have been like, oh, I might regret it this. But when I really look over my life, I don't have any regrets. It's not that I haven't made bad decisions. It's not that I haven't had hard times. It's not that I don't have bad moments. I just don't look at things in a negative perspective. Mm. You know, I, I think we were touching upon that a little bit earlier. Like, my just my whole, like, mindset's different. Just, you know, and it's just taken a while to, you know, be more self-aware and understand, like, uh, every your self talk, how you're talking to others. If you if you're first of all starting with your self talk, because how you're talking to yourself is actually how you're talking to others. Mm-hmm. If I find myself like being negative or over analyzing something, I stop myself quickly. I'm like, okay, why am why is this created this reaction for me? You know, I try to figure out the root of the problem, not just mask it with some things. You know, cover it up with some symptoms or something. Um, but you know, words. Words are how you articulate things is really important. You know, words are like magic spells that you're putting out into the universe. So if you want good things to come, you got to start talking it in. That is so true. Well, you said something that that you touched up on, and I and I just wanted to highlight that you said how you talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I I once heard somebody say is like because a lot of times we talk so much negative negativity into us. Damn, what did I yeah, do? Yeah, I messed Why up. I, I shouldn't have asked. And then so you have to ask yourself: Would you talk to somebody like this that you love? Would yeah. you talk to your mother like that? girlfriend or wife if the answer is no why do you talk to yourself like exactly. that you know and why so are you doing it that you have to get out of your head you have to get out of your own Absolutely. head and, and and start thinking talking positive mm-hmm. into into who you are and and be proud of of the accomplishments and and even the failures you know be accepting of yourself you yeah. you know you no one's perfect and be accepting and i'm not saying like be so toxic positive about yourself like don't you know feed yourself bullshit yeah sure. be honest and be super self-aware of like when you're you know hey like what's going on here why am i why am i drifting this way or whatever but be accepting you know just accept yourself for who you are a hundred percent you know I, I look at like my dog my dog just loves me for who i am no matter what i am that day <laughs> <laughs> He you just know. loves you no matter what. <laughs> he just does love you. Does yeah. love you. So love yourself. <laughs> he just is cute. <laughs> he just is cute. <laughs> but yeah, be 100%. You know, you got to be accepting of yourself. And and that doesn't mean that you're just going to be like, well, this is how I am. I can't change. No. Be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate that. Well, this is just the way I am. It's the astro. You know, I'm, I'm, an, I'm a cancer. This is how we act. Right. No, shut up. <laughs> this, you're an asshole. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, it doesn't mean you, you know you're just gonna live that way, but like be accepting, be gentle, yeah. be you know, loving. be loving to yourself, be loving. I mean, living and being human and just dealing mm. with life and others and everything else that are around us can it's 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 a it's a trip. <laughs> it's a trip when you really, really think is. about it. We're so lucky to wake up every single day. You know, and another thing, how I'm very grateful for the smallest little things I can be grateful for. And that, that's something that I, I think I developed as I got older, is learning to be a grateful. I'm probably more grateful for the smaller things than I am for the bigger things. But that is, Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. That is so important because those small moments, are they add up over time. And when you go through life only trying to look for the big things, you're missing out on missing so, out so much. much. And uh, it's funny because I was, I was listening to somebody yesterday and they were saying uh, – difference between happiness and joy and how you shouldn't chase happiness because mm-hmm. happiness is, changes you want to have this and then you have it and then you want something else or you don't have it then now you're sad mm-hmm. and here and what he said was look for joy the little things because yes. those are the ones that define who you are right if it's a sipping that you know 
espresso in the morning, right? Or walking your dog and then looking at the sunset, holding your love, the loved ones, the people that you care about. These little things that give you joy. That is what you want to strive in. As and you joy feels you know, good. Joy feels joy, amazing. Joy is what's filling up your cup, man. I, I, I love moments where I'm laughing and crying at the same time. <laughs> that, <laughs> those are joyful, joyful moments. Yeah. And and I've had, I'm lucky enough to, I can sit here and say I've, I, I get to have those quite often. And I get to have those with myself and I get to have those with friends. And I, it's a, I'm in a very fortunate place in my life. So. When would you say that um, life really started for you? I would say life really started for me probably in my 30s. I went through a situation that um, really had me stop and take a hard, hard look at myself, what I was doing, who I was surrounding myself with. It was the catalyst of, of me truly changing my behaviors into a much more... I know I'm not saying I'm going to sit here and say I'm the healthiest person out there. I'm not. I, I do... I have fun. Um, but it's definitely made me, you know, I, I think that was probably my biggest catalyst when you have to like, look at yourself and you, you like, I mean, I went through it, um, and it was a struggle and, and I was like, what the hell am I going to do? I didn't have money to pay food. I didn't have money to do this. I, I was sleeping on couches. You know, I went through like this weird phase where I was like, oh, I have to change. So what did I do? is I put forth every single part of me in an effort to change everything about me, change my friends. I mean, I just cut off everybody, moved, got myself situated and got myself a place, just really focused, okay, I'm going to heal. And once I started healing, I mean, I cried. I remember crying like, it wasn't like a boohoo. I actually, it wasn't like a boohoo cry. It was like the gut-wrenching release. Mm. And I needed to do that. And after I did that, then I really started laughing. And then I start really looking and really en- enjoying life. Yeah. Because I, I, I was able to release it and got rid of it. And I didn't have anybody else around me dragging me down. I had myself and I was able to pull myself out of that. And that to me was probably, that was the biggest catalyst to really kind of kick myself into a new gear, a new shift. Yeah. And they say that uh, once you hit rock bottom, the only place you can go is skyrocket. To the top. To the top. So yeah. It seems like. Yeah, so like I'm not gonna like my life hasn't been always fairy tale, but I definitely you know I've earned where I am today <laughs> for sure. But it's also a constant work. I don't just sit back and be like oh, I just made it. No, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm not like that either. By well, I think it kind of shows. I'm yeah, not like no. that um, by any means. Plus, I'm also you know realistically, all of it can be taken away in a moment. All of it can be taken away in the moment. And mm-hmm. what I've learned by not having anything is I can survive and be happy with nothing. Mm. So I've learned a lot of lessons throughout my life, and I've applied those lessons every single time I've learned them. So that's why I don't have any regrets, and that's it really helped me change my mindset. Mindset's huge. I love this. Um, <laughs> you, you, you are you're an amazing human being. I, I love... So yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't oh, give me yeah. all teary, you know? <laughs> um, Dude, it's just you, you're, you're living proof of, of somebody who's ambitious, hardworking, driven, and you have so much a sense of humility. And, uh, and you're, you're yeah. right? And you're just, you're an awesome person. I don't even know. <laughs> <is> it? <laughs> no, it, it yeah. really is. Thank like, you. Because what, what, what I, I, I think what we're seeing here, it's, it's, and I think it's a space that we create here with every guest that, that comes in here. Yeah. It's, we allow people to really show who they really are, mm-hmm. to really show their, their genuine kind of side. Mm. And um, 
I, th- I think it's a good job that we do, honestly, because because every single time that we come in here, that's what we do. Like we really come in with you know to be real, raw, genuine, because we come in here in in in, in a space for us to learn, and we come mm-hmm. in here open minded. And so uh, how, how some people may watch us, like, oh no, I would never. You can't listen to this person. For yeah. us, everyone has a story. Everyone has something that we can take from, and we have individuals like yourself and, and that that really came in here and kind of. Yeah. I don't want to say shocked us, but really Blo- blown us away. Yeah, <laughs> in a sense. <laughs> yeah, so wow, guys. Yeah, thank you. Really, thank you thank so you. much. Um, I'm just myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I had I had one question. Well, just to piggyback off of that, and then I had one more question. I sure, sure. Right no, yeah, we, uh, I can talk all night. I'm I, good. <laughs> I love it. I love it because you. A lot of people will we they see, see your name, they see your face. We'll have you on the show, and they think all we're gonna talk about is like fucking banging and shit like that, which. <laughs> You know, whatever. There's nothing wrong with it. But I do want it to go a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. no pun intended, and, uh, <laughs> and and kind of go below the surface. And kind so of you see wanted to penetrate the <laughs> topics a little harder? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I feel like we, we did that in a way, and I'm very glad to, to have had you on today. Um, I had one more question, and then, um, I don't know, of course, I had anything. Do you feel, because you're speaking of, you know, obviously you, you're in the industry, speaking of sex, there is a lot of people. There are there are a lot of people who struggle with. They're with somebody. There's maybe a lack of sexual compatibility, mm-hmm. and that could be detriment for a lot of relationships. Do you have any um, advice or any type of insight on that? Like, let's say you're with somebody, and maybe you want to have sex more than your partner. A lot of times, that maybe the guy could also be the woman. Mm-hmm. Is there a way for someone to kind of navigate around this and kind of overcome that uh, that that difference, right? And so. Um, how would you go about that? You're going to have to open up to your partner. Yeah. There needs to be a conversation and comprehension. And also, realistically, maybe it's not going to hit well on the other ears. And maybe, realistically, you're not supposed to be in that relationship. Because sexual compatibility is so important, It right? is. I, I think, yeah. I'm not saying it's the only founding factor, but it is a factor. And, I mean, I think that's why you have people that seek outside of the relationship, whether they're cheating or they're being open and honest about it just depends um and i think like definitely probably I, I don't know i'm not a doctor or anything like that but definitely coming from the cheating end like maybe they're they're just not a comfortable talking to their partner maybe they brought it up to their partner and their partner freaked out and yelled at them about it now mm. they're feeling shamed so what are they going to do they're going to seek it out elsewhere maybe they're going to pay for it maybe they just seek it out freely from somebody that's near them you know what yeah. i mean and that, that, that's a communication and comprehension breakdown. If you cannot sit with your partner and have these intimate, raw discussions, why are you sitting in that relationship? And in that, those raw discussions don't have to be just about sex. But, like, why are yeah. you there? Yeah. I mean, this is the person that you, quote, unquote, love. Yeah. This is a person that you're, quote, unquote, maybe living with. You're partnering up with. You're not just having sex or just, you know, hey, it's a situationship or something like that. This is a person that you're telling that you love. Then you need to be able to, you know, be open with who you are. But it could be scary, you know, it's telling someone, oh, I like yeah, this. It should make or... your heart pound. Yeah. It will make your heart pound. And your hands might get sweaty and stuff like that. Oh, something else. Huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> your heart will yeah. pound. Your hands may sweat. It may be very uncomfortable. Your butthole might pucker. All those things. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there, okay, guys? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, and that's okay too, and it's okay to be vulnerable. Like I think, what the problem is, are, are you be, are you afraid of being vulnerable? Yeah. I mean, the person that you love, you should be able to be as vulnerable as you want to be in front mm. of them. Cry, not just cry, not just get get angry, but open yourself up completely to that person. 
And be realistic. That person may not dig what you like. And maybe that's not the right person with you. We get attached to these weird things. And I think it's those, you know, weird attachment issues that gets us in relationships that we're in for way too long. And we don't need to be in those relationships. That's what I was going to say. I feel like people are just not picking the right people. Mm -hmm. And so then we feel like we need to be with them. Like, I have to be with somebody. I don't want to be alone. It's (laughs) not even that true. But it's also in the sense that then you pick someone that's not meant for you. And then you try to make it work with this person that's not even supposed to be there in the first place. Yeah, no, no, no. But what if you pick someone and that's great, but uh, afterwards you discover maybe I enjoyed this, right? But at the moment when you started dating, you you didn't know. Well, I think you know. I think relationships and people should evolve, and that doesn't mean that you have to stay in love. Doesn't mean you know, and and hopefully you've partner up with somebody that's going to be open Mm. to exploring these new things that you found out that you like. But that's my point, yeah. that if you're going to be maybe someone who's ex- into this more explorative type of uh, persona, mm-hmm. you'd want to find someone that's going to at least match that. So if you're going to just find anyone because they're hot or yeah. she got a fat ass, you know, and then if that's the reason why you're dating them, yeah, and then they don't want to explore, well, why are you with them? Yeah. You're just with them because they have a fat ass. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're probably not the person that's meant for you. I mean, sure, maybe it looks good as arm candy, maybe... She does have a nice ass. Maybe it fits your family's expectations, but it doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's right for you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, there's so many things you can unpack with that. But I think we, I think pe- people have some really unrealistic attachment issues. Yeah. And um, or you know they feed into like, well, like how you know I'm this this old. I gotta ha- be be partnered up with someone. I, I've yeah. got to look Oof. at this relationship. I've got to do this. I've got to. I got these time constraints. Just throw all that shit out the window and. <laughs> Let your intuition guide you a little bit. Be, you know, we're getting whispered to by the universe all the time. Like, just let that be open to see how your heart is really where your heart really wants to go. And if you're open with yourself and listening to that, you can, it helps open you up with your partners as well. I love this. Yeah, because think of people if, um, I just, like, imagine if you're, especially I would say women, because sometimes they feel like there's, oh my God, I got if I'm dating, you know, someone, I got to get married by a certain time. Have a child. Yeah. Have a child by, then, by this yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, I mean, just, just imagine if you are dating someone, right? And let's say year two, three go by, four go by, and then you're like, well, like, what do you do at that point? Because you almost feel like, okay, let's say, for example, my girlfriend, she's 30, just like me. And let's say in two years, I'm going to love her. Everything's going to be working out. Everything's going to work out fine, guys. But, for example, anyone in in a similar situation, then a couple more years go by, and, oh, shit, it's not working out. But I'm 32 now. What am I going to do? To start over? Nah, most people would probably say, I'm just going to stick it out because I I don't want to waste any more time. You know what it is to start over. So then I can kind of see how some people can kind of fall into that. But then to those people, what do you say to that? If but to those people that are like, oh, I just have to stick in it. Yeah, when they're the, not they being honest with themselves, why are you going to be mis- Why are you forcing yourself to be miserable when you have the full ability to change that up? Yeah, I kind of, I kind of see it almost as, would you rather? Because time's going to go by anyways. Yeah. Would you rather, like, let that time pass being miserable? I don't want to be miserable at all. I, I but, would, I rather yeah. like, I'd be like, I would have to like. Pick it up and be honest. I recently yeah. had to do that, like, with my last relationship. I was, like, I discovered some stuff, and I was just, like, you know, this shit isn't adding up. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Sat back, observed what I needed to observe, and I was, like, you know what? <laughs> and I do that shit in silence. 
Let me just tell you, if I cut you off and I never speak to you again, you fucked up. Damn, but you don't think you should, like, let... Like, no. Fuck them. No? No, not for what <laughs> They probably deserved it. it no, oh, like, right, if, no, like, no, so, like, sometimes you need to remove yourself. Now, if it's okay. a nice, good, like, if it's a, you know, you guys, Amicable, it's not a, yeah. It, yeah, it's not a bad situation, yeah. but you just feel yourself, then you, it's okay. And sometimes, you know what, sometimes you do have to clip it clean, but be honest about it, um, just to give people healing time. Don't True. be. Don't feel that you have to be friends with somebody right away just because you you broke up with uh, them or something that, like that. Like but you know what I mean. Like just it, it's going to be situational and and also that type of relationship that you may have. Um, but yeah, if someone's doing something that you don't like, cut that cut, cut that motherfucker off. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And and no, yeah, I'm very good with that. Like, um, you know, I think the only attachment issue I have is with my little fur kids because I love them so much and I hate that they're getting older. Oh, but the How old are they? Well, JoJo's 13, and then I have Loki, who's 10. Uh-huh. And then I have a little rabbit. Uh, who knows how old she is? Oh, ra- I, re- uh, I rescued her uh, oh, off no, the street. Funny. Christina likes rabbits. Oh, you do? No, 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 Christina. Christina, my Same. girlfriend. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So we have a card game that we just came out Sounds with like now. Oh, okay, cool. Called The Basics. Okay. And uh, kind of what we talk goes actually very well into, not the dog part, but what <laughs> we talked about before. Yeah, it was also, I, I warned off topic. Yeah, but, you know, sorry. Because I felt that too. I'm like, oh my, what's it like? <laughs> Anyways. Sorry. So the basics is a card game that is designed to kind of, let's say, you know, we meet and, you know, you start dating. What do you like? What do you don't like? Your qualities, your values, certain things to make sure that you really are compatible with the other person. Okay. Essentially, yeah, these are like oh, questions cool. that if you just started dating someone, you should ask. And if you've been dating someone for a while, you should know the answers by now. Oh, so these great. are real questions that you should be asking to really get to know the partner to make sure that this is someone you want to be with. Yeah. So yeah, people should get these. Yeah. <laughs> start having thank you. Thank It'd you. be a great way to uh, open um, an open conversation and communication. Exactly. To make sure the goal. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. In a fun way where people might, because sometimes having a serious discussion can put people a little bit on edge, women they wouldn't, but this might open this up a really fun like way. This is almost like, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I like that. That's awesome. That's All right, well, I'm going to ask okay, since go I got one. All right. Okay. So this one's more for, again, this would be for uh, partners, but we're going to ask it almost if it's specifically for you. Okay? okay. So the question reads, what was your favorite date night we ever had? But in this sense, what would be the best date night that you've ever been on? Oh, good question. Hmm. I think a best date night um, that I could be on is definitely... I like conversation over food. I know that sounds really kind of <laughs> really kind of traditional, but um, it doesn't have to be the most expensive restaurant. It doesn't. Uh, I probably if it was well, if we were dating for a long time, then I would want to come over to the. I would love a home cooked meal. That is, oh my god, you can you can make food. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting in tonight, baby. No, <laughs> um, but I love I love. Um, I guess essentially breaking bread with people because when you're eating and you're getting satiated, you feel good. Conversation is is more open. I think people are just more open to that. So, yeah, something that we can talk and get to know each other better and, and maybe take it from there. Do you think I'm, – I'm glad you brought that up because I, we've asked it before what should be like the first date. And some people will say, well, you really do have to wow them, take them somewhere nice, fancy, show off, you know, do all the good stuff. Um, however, we feel like, especially if it's a first date, it's, it should be more about creating an environment for two people to talk to really see if this is worth 100%. going on that date. Yeah. And like some of these restaurants, these fancy bullshit restaurants are loud or people are annoying you all the time. Pick somewhere. First of all, find out what kind of food y'all like. 
you know, and go maybe go somewhere where it's a favorite restaurant or somewhere, you know, that you could talk quietly and enjoy the, you know, company, um, not get wasted, you know, no club, no, you know, that can lead to too early of things that maybe you just need a little bit more time to talk it out. But I definitely say conversation should be in that first date a hundred percent. Do you think if let's say somebody were to invite you on a date and it wouldn't be like a dinner, would that be like a deal breaker would no. that be like uh yo no, I'm just not going you know inter something interesting you know okay. that brings out our personalities that again going to create you know um an environment where we can talk and and learn and i mean not you know just have a good time i love it you know? perfect i have one so yeah which significant other before me had the biggest impact on you I was going to end differently at the biggest one. <laughs> Maybe that's something we should add on the next one. <laughs> That'd be a little nerve wracking. <laughs> on a day, yo. <laughs> I know, exactly. Had the biggest impact on yeah. me. Um, <laughs> now I can't even Not say like it. Not like that. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> oh, good question. Is um, there somebody that you can think of? Well, I think actually, even uh, even most recently, um, even though it wasn't a pot like it was a uh, a neg kind of like a negative situation on and what happened with my last relationship. Not to get into the details about it, but what I learned from that, uh, from the portrayal and the in the lie, like what I learned from all of that um, was so beneficial for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so that would be probably very impactful. Like to build Ta taking something, yeah, yeah, you know, like, oh, okay, what to recognize to build, you know, wh what I definitely don't want in a relationship, you know, mm, and what okay. I do want in that other person, and and, and what it like, kind of. Now I can have a good definition of it. Yeah. Where I, before maybe I was a little bit more open, but now I'm like, nope, not gonna put it with that. That's okay. This is not okay, and be a lot quicker at it. Not, I, yeah. not just be like, oh. Okay, maybe he's just having a bad day. No, he's an ass, so it's okay. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people look at failed relationships as a yeah. as a wasted time when in reality it's an opportunity to see what what works for you, what doesn't work lesson for you. Learned. Yeah, lesson learned, and people don't see the value in these in these lessons. You yeah, know? no, I I saw a huge value in that, and it it did it, it impacted me in a it, like bad situation, but it impacted me in a very positive way. Right, right, right. You know. It, you know, sometimes hard lessons you got to take at the chin, but you're you're gonna learn so much, and it's okay to have mm. failed relationships. Well, I mean, again, I hate using the word failure, but like experience. You know, people are people are meant to come in and out of our lives, yeah. and again, it goes back to the attachment. If you just you know don't get you don't have to get super attached to people. People are meant to go in and out of our lives at different times, and some stick around a little bit longer than others, and some are qu quick. Yeah, I love it. That's it. That's a good way to kind of. So with that it. being said. Oh, thank you so much. It's time to wrap it's it up. It's time to break up. Yeah. It is time to break up. I know it's not you, it's us. Um thank we you so like much. to end it with a what we call a final thoughts. And this final thoughts can basically be something that you would want to tell your younger self or maybe just a message that's really important to you that you live by mm -hmm. that you'd like to share with the world. Um you can take a moment, editor knows what to do. But once you got it, you can share it with the camera and then um just, you know, kind of sell yourself where they can find you, XYZ. Okay. So Wow, there's always so many things I could say to my younger self, um, but to keep it, you know, or to anybody, um, be fearless in living your life. You know, don't be afraid to say uh, say yes and 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 just live fears fearlessly. Just go for it, full throttle. 
You have this life to live. Do not stand by and watch it go by. Do it. Beautiful. I'm Beautiful. fucking motivated. Dude, <laughs> Dude, I'm ready. Do you feel I'm ready? I'm run through a brick wall yeah. right now. <laughs> Me <laughs> too. Let's go. <laughs> so obviously, I mean, we know you. <laughs> Where to find so, me? Yeah, sell yourself. Awesome. So uh, if you want to follow my social media, uh, Instagram is Alexis Fox Live. That's F-A-W-X. Twitter is Alexis Fox. There's the one and only's out there. Uh, make sure you're following the right one. Uh, <laughs> if you uh, like the more naughtier things, you can go to myfoxfans.com. That's my link to my subscription site to the OF. Um, but you can pretty much Google me and find me anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. if you come to Vegas, try my coffee, try my beer, do all the things. We'll put everything in the description. Yeah. yeah. Very, uh, very dangerous Googling you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Have <you're> fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it with your phone open in public. Your mom next to you. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Sa put the safe search on, recommended, <laughs> before you do that. <laughs> Don't do not go to the Apple store and put it on computers, please. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> that would be fucking funny. <laughs> That's awful. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Alexis. You were tremendous. Thank we you guys you. so much for having me. I really Thank greatly you. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Peace.